Listen, I don't know what I said that set them off. It's not my fault. I, I, I mean, honestly, I don't even know what you said. I don't know what I said either. Amazing. <laughs> We've had a lot of people join our guild. They come and go and die like every other guild. Uh, well, to be fair, we've only had one death, and I didn't even know her. Why do you want to join our guild, Tama? Well, I don't really do social well. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, he fits right in. There seems to be one suspiciously calm individual who's currently sat at the corner of the bar. Keep your distance from him. He looks friendly. You have about five minutes to escape and get to God knows where, or... You can understand that maybe I'm not the enemy you've portrayed me as. Foundlings, I am Quentin, your GM here, the wonderful host of today's episode, podcast, and series, uh, and I am joined by a wonderful table of players who are all looking at their electronic devices. Hi, guys. I'm not looking at electronic device. I'm, I'm looking, looking at my character sheet. I'm looking at my inventory. They're all staring down at a moment. No one was looking at me with their beautiful faces. Go around the table and introduce thine selves. Well, hi, I'm a thine, I'm a mind self. Yeah, you're a mind self. Yeah, I'm a mind self. Well, hi, foundlings. My name is Emily, and I'm a player on this podcast. I play Snow, the leader of the Odd Guild, along with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia, <laughs> who is the king. <laughs> and I'm RL. I play Zana with her lovely little crow, Alistair. Squawk! I was drinking. I was panicked. What are you drinking? I definitely didn't get any of the coffee from back at headquarters. You know what coffee does to you. Yeah, I know. It does the same thing to you. It makes you all jittery. You really liked it. <sighs> That's some good cup of coffee. Hello, I am Jonathan, and I am playing the monk, Tama. He is a unique race that is called an O-Reed. Last time, the odd strike squad had infiltrated Airbeltum. Well, at least Draken, Zana, and Tama. Though due to a public speaking incident, a major riot ensued in the heart of Puaz. The group rushed to regather and recoup, but found themselves at a rather major incident. Numerous players were surrounded by the Airveldum government agents. Sparing no expense, the Airveldum black cloaks swung into full force, barricading exits with riot shields, firing off rifles, and discharging tear gas into the crowd. Thankfully, our heroes were able to escape. Eventually, however, they were informed that they were still being pursued and were being tracked. All of this was informed by a most unlikely ally, and it is in a secret underground bunker beneath headquarters where we find ourselves picking up this session of the Odd Campaign. Well, uh, Stefan, was it? I don't, 
I don't mean to be rude, but like my compatriots told me to avoid you and you just seem like a chill guy. Like I, I, I understand you're like really tall, a little intimidating, but you've just been working behind the scenes to help the players this entire time? They've been trying to. Uh, however, due to appearances, both physically and socially, it can be a bit jarring, my line of work. If any of you would like to explore around the basement, uh, there is a relatively large facility down here. As well, uh, there are all of your compatriots, and there's Stefan and the other individual that Wilson came in with. It's like evening, right? It is. Um, it was early in the evening, however, but uh, most of you have not eaten anything today and have exhausted some of your resources, so... Was there a table down here that we were sitting at or something? There, there most certainly would be a table. There seems to be a dining area in the back corner. Uh, it doesn't seem to be overly large as the bunker is situated immediately underneath the tavern. So um, most of the time they can eat above ground. If, however, they ever did need to, there was a small kitchenette. It seems as if it has a functioning refrigerator, sink, and stove, as well as a table which can sit up to 10 people. Does it look kind of modern compared to the environment upstairs? Oh, significantly so. Upstairs had a kind of like country western aesthetic, which is significantly more modern than anything you have ever seen anywhere. The closest you've ever come to this is an ice chest before. But this seems to be a fully functioning and potentially stocked kitchen appliance as well. It seems as if they have a stove with an oven, uh, not entirely dissimilar to our glass top stoves that we have in modern day society. Swanky place you got here, uh, Stefan. Stefan? Can I call you Stefan? Steph? Stefan's fine. Ah, all right. So, uh, do you, like, carve this out yourself? Or, like, you have a little help? Pretty spacious. It's nice. Well, seeing as I am a game administrator, we have a certain amount of privileges. So I actually had to do little of this by hand. Uh, being able to go directly into the game state, uh, luckily without too much interference. Mm. Zana thinks in her head, what a cheater. Yes, he, he did indeed hack everything in. Uh, can Tama roll a perception for around the area? Sure, yeah. If you would like to look to see what is around the room, you're more than welcome to. I'll tell you this. No matter what you roll, you do know the room has four corners. I'll roll a perception as well. 33. 18. You all entered in through an entrance, which is currently behind you. You haven't moved too far into the room. Moving to the left, you had made your way into this place where there were whiteboards, chairs, and stacked, like, military-grade bunk beds, which are all side by side. But off in the distance, to your right, that is where you see the kitchenette with all the foodstuffs, table, whatnot. All of you are able to see some raised platform kind of in the center of this room. Seems like it's a, a large circle around about 30 feet in diameter. And off in the distance, in the far leftmost corner, away from the entrance which you entered, there appears to be some strange vehicles, almost. And Tama, you are the only one who's able to make out. It seems like there's a large rack of weaponry off in the distance. Also, all of you are able to notice that there's actually a second entrance between the living quarters and the vehicles. I guess we're bunking down here tonight. You're free to leave as you wish, though. Um, without proper clearance, I would suggest not coming back. Uh, it wouldn't be very advantageous if we were to disclose our location. Oh, so this is like a, like a one-time thing. If we were able to 
trust any of the individuals here and make sure that they were not able to be followed to our location and we were able to keep it discreet. Uh, I see no qualm in giving you clearances to the area, but for now it would probably be best if you only entered or left under the guidance of myself or one of my compatriots. Gotcha, gotcha. It's just like, it's late. We didn't we didn't really have dinner. I think the cops are still looking for us up there. Oh, I certainly wouldn't recommend going back that way. And he points from the staircase, which you just descended from, which would be the entrance up to headquarters. Snow would have uh, tried to find a private area to kind of just sit down after the interaction with the other players. Um, maybe even gesturing for like Wilson to follow, just somebody that she can kind of converse with, but more privately, if possible. Most everyone is currently in the living quarters area of this bunker, and you have drawn Wilson uh, away over to the kitchenette, where there is a nice small round table, small little subset that only has four chairs around it, and it's a lot cozier. You're a good hundred feet away from the rest of the party at the moment. Just out of earshot, someone would have to strain in order to pick up on your conversation. Okay, so she's kind of talking low and under her breath. Are we doing the right thing trying to end this game? Oh, uh, I mean, unless you want to be trapped in here forever until we die, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but I'm a little concerned because we have three people uh-huh. in our main strike squad that don't okay. want to leave. Are, are we sure about that? Do, do you want to talk it over with them again? I mean, that's what it sounded like. I mean, we could... We could try talking with him again. I, I, I feel like the uh, solid logic of you'll die if you stay is pretty convincing. Right. I mean, I get like staying for a period, but I mean, it's kind of been like uh, a, a brutal hellscape of mass murder thus far. So I don't know like what any, anyone would be kind of staying for. No one's really talked about it too much. I mean, have you asked him why they want to stay? Not no, you were right there with me. Did it look like I had no, time? No, no, it really didn't. Well, I mean, we, we, we could talk to them now. They're right over there. And Wilson kind of just waves at you guys. Zana waves back. Aw. Oh, that, that doesn't look like a, like a cutesy discussion. Wilson does seem to be, like, smiling with, like, a dopey grin. Like, hi, guys. I mean, if you don't want to talk, I mean, what, what, what do you want to do about the situation, then? You want to, like, tag out people? No, no, I'm just trying to just shut up for a second. You're being my sounding board for, oh, like, two oh, okay, seconds. Okay. Um, I, I'm entering rubber duck mode, and he just sits there and nods. Wilson, if I wanted a rubber duck, I would just use Charles, and she pulls out the rubber duck that Drake and... Oh, shoot. She throws it away. <sighs> what I mean is, I'm concerned that if even my group can't agree on getting out of this game right now, then... How am I ever going to expect to convince other people who might feel the same way? I mean, we never know if we're on the same page unless we talk to them. They've got a whole whiteboard out over there. Uh, there's like, you can do some fun things, like draw it and make sure everyone's like, maybe like reach a compromise, you know? <sighs> she rolls her eyes, stands up from the table, and walks back to the group, silently seething. Meanwhile, Wilson just, after you storm off, Wilson kind of casually gets up from his chair and like, Gives the whole group a thumbs up. Great conversation, Snow. I think we made some real headway. She's definitely like, she has her hand against her forehead, rubbing it in frustration. I see lover number two was uh, great with sound advice. Right. Yeah. Well, lover number one, want to join me in my room over here so I can vent? Oh, wait. I think we're all in the same room. And Draken kind of just looks around at the fact that there's no, like, bifurcation. It's just one large square. Everything's out in the open. So, uh, everybody, um, how we all feeling? How we doing? I'm here for moral support. 
uh, I'm feeling a little hungry. Yeah. Tom, yeah. are you hungry? Tom just uh, shakes his head. No. What do rocks eat? I don't think he's a rock. Wait, are you a rock? Again, Tom shakes his head. No. Do you have, do you have like a cousin named Dwayne by any chance? Last name Johnson. I thought his last name was The Rock. That's, that's his middle name. It's not, it's a moniker, actually. First name Geode. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Uh. Hey. I, I'm going to see what's in the fridge. Stefan, it's all right if I see what's in the fridge. I'm, I'm going to see what's in the fridge. That's perfectly all right by me. We can get supplies down here relatively easily. Uh, in fact, if you needed anything from the surface, we can have supply runners go out and get what you need. I open the fridge. What is inside? Inside the fridge, it seems as if there are a lot of uh, pre-packaged rations. They're basically all TV dinners. They're all pre-sealed in, like, plastic containers. They all contain potatoes, carrots, and chicken. And there's just, like, 50 of them. And then water and milk, and that's it. I just imagine dehydrated mashed potatoes as well. 100%. No, no, they keep them in the cabinets up above. You rehydrate them with the milk. Or That's what it's spit, there for. Like if you're yeah. really desperate. <laughs> if you're really desperate, you just spit into the box and then mix it up and then eat it by the spoon. Zada looks at the the TV dinner rations and kind of like looks at a little bit of kind of grossed out, like, oh man, those never taste good. She closes the fridge and walks back to the group. I thought she was really hungry. <laughs> oh, she is. All right, so is there anything else anyone wanted to do before the evening is out? Stefan uh, seems to currently be conversing with the individual that Wilson came in with. Wilson is making himself comfortable in a bunk. And Draken seems to be kind of off in the corner of the kitchen. Uh, and he seems to be furiously messaging a large number of people. Snow goes over and kicks, uh, well, attempts to kick Draken in, like, the the cankle. R- rolled a hit? Yep. 25? Uh, it seems as if Draken sees you coming but isn't quick enough to move out of the way and you catch him uh but he did try and move his leg and you kick a little high and you end up kicking him like square in the side of the knee instead of the shin oh uh yeah no it's so oh, oh, oh snow you know my can i help I, you i was never really good at soccer so i yeah, i can tell Snow, you, you need to find better ways to let out your anger and frustration <laughs> rather than just um, you're physically attacking people. Save that for the enemies, maybe. Need. What are you doing? What? Do you know how many people were caught in the event up there? You know, like the entire forum's blowing up. Well, at least my speech was riveting. It was very compelling. Uh, a lot of people are kind of doubling down on it, in fact. Did they take the part where I said overthrow the government seriously? Oh, 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 very literally now. They do not like, like, there are, like, renegade groups forming. I... They're talking about bombing the Capitol. Okay, listen, I was... Did someone say bombing the Capitol? She has impeccable hearing. She's, like, way too good at hearing. I don't understand. She's been it's very strange. this whole time. Yes, there are a lot of rebel groups who do not like the oppressive government, so they're talking about sneaking in through the pre-existing infrastructure and destroying it. It seems like that's a thing that keeps happening everywhere we go at this point. First on floor five with a, well, free the, free the slaves thing. Oh no. You're concerning me. I'm concerning myself too. I've, I've reached a new level. Right here? Absolutely. I just leveled up in my... Wisdom. Did attacking Draken give you that much EXP? I am worth yes. a lot of EXP. Donna runs up and punches Draken in the arm. 
Uh, go roll to hit. I can is no. I roll. I rolled two. <laughs> Uh, so you, you, you super excitedly like charge over there and like swing kind of at his shoulder and he just steps to the side and you whiff, uh, and just get nothing but the air. Well, I, I see why you're worth so much EXP. Yeah, if it was easy to beat, it wouldn't be worth that much, would it? Hmm. Yes. Yes, I'll have to sneak up on you. You try that. Challenge accepted. Why do I feel like S has been trying to kill you this entire time and that's why you're so good at dodging? We make it a game. She looks around warily. Do not wipe your ass on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> you scold Nichia from across the room as you see him in the living quarters. <laughs> no, Nichia, stop that right now. Oh, I gotta take him outside. There's no bathroom in here. No, there isn't, buddy. I'm so sorry. You haven't taught him how to use, like, toiletries yet? That's him wiping his butt. That is his toilet paper. Yeah, I don't think he could use an actual... He's an, he isn't he a large creature. I don't think he could use a normal bathroom. Yeah, the toilet would be yeah, a little stuffed. Very clogged, yeah. Yeah. Big poops. While everyone else kind of gathered around Draken momentarily, uh, Tama, you utilized the opportunity, noticing that Stefan was kind of alone, and you had a question you wanted to ask him. So uh, Tama walks up to Stefan and kind of looks around to see how close other people are. Yeah, so uh, it seems as if, again, they're just out of earshot, and if you were to whisper, it would be almost impossible for anyone to hear you. And they all seem very distracted in some conversation. People look like they're attacking Draken and yelling at the dog. It, it seems as if he has finished his conversation with the individual that Wilson came in with. That individual is now walking over to the armory rack, and Stefan's kind of just uh, loitering about uh, this large platform area on the other side of it. So... Again, you're probably a good, like, 70 feet away from where everyone is over in the kitchenette. Does he notice that Tama approaches? Uh, did you attempt to stealth up to him? No. Uh, then, yeah, he would have noticed you. Stefan kind of turns around, glancing in your direction with a raised eyebrow. Not expecting this out of such a quiet character. I had a question. Or maybe more than one. You heard the last one I expected to ask anything. Received? So, uh, with the information you gave us, I had a few questions. You did say that part already, yes. Yes, sorry. Again, not great with social situations. Um, with this experiment to use more of the human brain, do you believe that it might continue once we've left the game? From my understanding, that was the goal. To utilize this game to unlock human potential. So, my second question is, do you believe that the physical attributes that our characters have in this game would transfer to the real world? Hmm. An interesting proposition for sure, however, uh, not my realm of expertise. I will say that uh, they're doing diagnostic studies on mapping out the human brain right now, attempting to unlock all attributes of it. It's potentially true that um, certain pathways could have been opened up, but at the very least, I would imagine that if they were able to be accessed once in the game, they could be accessed again in reality. All right, my final question. Do you believe that they will have more knowledge on this as time goes on? Ah, oh, well, that is far above my pay grade. Again, 
I was hired as a software developer, someone who is supposed to be an administrator of the game, a coder to produce everything that you see around you. I was less inclined on the research aspect. The true intentions of this game were completely hidden to me. But if anyone knew anything, it would be Camille Lassimus. She, from my understanding, is one of the head researchers of this mysterious group. The ones who, I believe, are behind this whole plot in the first place. Now I warn you, she's not one to be trifled with. Not even I would dare go after her. And, from my understanding, she's quite secretive about her work. Where would one find her? Well, she certainly isn't discreet about her comings and goings, but again, uh, her position is relatively fortified. She is one of the six High Council members, so she would reasonably be in the governmental district in the Capitol building quite frequently. Outside of that, she has her own research facility based directly next to the Emporium. But, uh, from what I understand, her research facility is a fortress. It would be nearly impossible for anyone to get in or out of there if they were caught. You would certainly have to map out the location and go in with a plan. And a team of individuals. Or be one crazy bastard to be able to get away with it. Um, so, with the information that uh, Tom now has now gotten, he kind of turns around, kind of walks away, but with kind of pondering the information that he's gotten, trying to make a decision on what to do next. So, after a while, um, you all gathered around the kitchen, you notice that Tama just kind of walks up to you, though you didn't realize that he was missing. He kind of sauntered off quietly and then reappeared quite mysteriously. Oh, oh yeah, Tama! Well, we, we could have, like, um, this is like your first guild, right? That you've been a part of. Tama nods his head yes. So, um, do you, like, want to do a little celebration? I mean, there's not much here to celebrate with, but I can oh, make some... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, these make... These reheat... What's the word I'm looking for? So, you, you said it, uh... Oh, these rehydrated mashed potatoes are actually kind of killer. Did you know that they're freeze-dried ice cream, too? Freeze-dried ice cream? Oh, yeah. It's like the stuff that astronauts get to eat. I feel like I'm in space. I mean, uh... We, we could celebrate with that. I'm just like, you know, woo, new member type thing. Tama looks at her and just shakes its head back and forth. No. No? Not a family? Celebrations are not his forte. No to the ice cream. You're lactose intolerant. Wait, 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 wait. Snow interjects after hearing her suggestion. If you complained about somebody throwing a surprise party for you or being surprised by the surprise party not being for you but for somebody else and then it being turned to you and you didn't like that you want to throw a surprise for someone else you see draken has gotten out a whiteboard and is attempting to draw lines in order to follow snow's statement zan is very confused well i i don't know what all that is supposed to mean but i mean like Um, Carry the one, take the derivative of the conjugate of the subject of the statement, trace that back to the original integral, 
No, I'm still lost. Oh, gosh. Just like, you know. Oh, I, I think she was saying, like, if you didn't want a surprise party for you, why would you try and throw someone for another party for someone else who does who's also kind of, like, socially awkward? Okay, first of all, I don't even think I'm socially awkward. That's a bit rude. Second of all, you just straight out called Tama socially awkward, which he is, but it's rude to say out loud. Oh, well, I mean, I only <laughs> said something that he already said himself and kind of openly admitted, and then weren't... You're talking about being rude. Weren't you the one who literally, like, disappeared in the middle of an event? I don't know what you're talking about. When we had the party for snow and you kind of went invisible and she light stepped out of the room and then, like, everyone panicked and you kind of, like, stepped back and watched and laughed for, like, 30 seconds? That was pretty funny. Uh, that was called evasive maneuvers. Oh, I thought that was comedic relief. Pama, I think it's time to actuate evasive maneuvers. <laughs> Oh, I was very tempted. I was very tempted for Tama to just like dimension door, <laughs> just dimension door into the corner and hide behind something. You can if you want to. The entire guild is just filled with antisocial people. Oh yeah, That's, they are rather odd, aren't we're, they? We're all coming together. Zana grabs a handful of the mashed potatoes and starts starts eating it. Are the mashed potatoes good? They're very good. Um, they're surprisingly good, in fact. However, Draken looks hot? at you like you are an absolute animal as you just, like, reached over to Wilson's plate and just took your hand and grabbed a handful of mashed potatoes out of his pile and then just started, like, pinching this new-found small pile in your hand and eating it. Huh. Roll it into a ball first and then... It's mashed potato. Everyone's staring at you. <laughs> Everyone. In game and out of game. <laughs> I said I was hungry. I'm going to eat what I can. So you just stole his mashed potatoes without asking? No, no it's fine. Oh. I thought he was off. He's crying, Wilson. No, it's allergies. It's very dust. No, no. Oh, gosh. Do you know the germs that are in there? I'll just make more. And he kind of just like walks away I just, back I, into the kitchen. You kind of like moved your pl- I assumed you were offering. <sighs> I thought it'd be rude to, you know, like not accept the he moved his plate. He moved it towards his face. Interesting. I think pantomime. I understand. You thought the pantomime to eat was also like signaling for other people to grab. I would, I, if I was in He's your position. He's got a heck of a lot of mashed potatoes on there. How the heck am I supposed to know he wants to eat them all by himself? It was Have only a pound and a half. Oh, That's God. a healthy amount for a growing boy. Oh, God. During this whole conversation, Tom was debating whether or not he should offer uh, Wilson a pickle again because you know he seemed very upset about the whole mashed potato thing. Uh, you're more than welcome to if you would like to. He walked back into the kitchen and it looks as if he's pouring out dehydrated potatoes onto his plate. Where, how does this, does his shoulders look like? Kind of like hunched a little bit, sad. They're, they're they're a little slumped. Yeah. Tama walks over to him and offers him a pickle. Oh, oh hey, th- thanks, buddy. Uh, you're giving you're giving Wilson a pickle. I'm starving over here. He's already ate a pound and a half. Uh, uh, uh. Zana, we well, say please. I would have eaten a pound and a half of potatoes if you did not fist them. Well, I didn't fist your potatoes. I gently scooped some into my fist. You fisted my taters. <laughs> All right, well, the, I only took like half a pound. It's like you got a whole pound left for you. <sighs> the mashed and fisted potatoes. <laughs> Can't just... Oh. Fist a man's taters like that. Yeah, he didn't invite the fisting. 
No amount of pantomiming is equivocable to consent. Izana finishes the rest of the potatoes and walks up to Tama. Just stands very close to him and looks him in the eye. Tama looks at Zana and just looks kind of confused. <laughs> uh, as Wilson has taken the pickle out of the jar, you notice that there's a ring on the pickle. Wilson kind of looks a little confused and takes it off the pickle and eats the pickle and kind of hands you the ring. Uh, oh, I think you misplaced something in that jar. I think he was proposing. Were you oh, proposing oh, to him, Tama? Um, no, no, no offense, my guy. Uh, I don't, I don't bat for the other team. It's not mine. Uh, it was in your jar of pickles. Yeah. Oh, this is in my jar of pickles. Are you giving me someone else's pickles? Ooh, Wilson, you're eating another guy's pickle. Oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. We don't know that it's a guy for certain. He said someone else's. Well, that's still his pickle jar at this point, so it's another guy's pickle. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, how how did you get this? Um. A wizard, more or less, gave it to me. So, is that the wizard's ring, then? I guess. Ooh, I wonder if it's magical. Uh, I can check it out for you if you'd like. Magical pickle ring. He, uh, Tama looks at the ring and then offers it to, uh, Snow. Zana quickly touches her hand to her chest. <gasps> Tama, you're giving all these other people things when I was your friend first. She holds her hand over the ring mm -hmm. as she's doing her thing and cast Detect Magic. Uh, you can sense that there is a high level of magic on this ring. Oh. My goodness. Uh, knowledge, Arcana, and then a Spellcraft? Yep, sure. 22 on the Arcana. Ooh, that's a crit on my Spellcraft. Uh, but the total with, my, with Snow's form is 29. You can tell that this ring has a very potent level of magic on it, and it seems to be of the necromancy spool of magic. Very strange. Um, you can definitely tell that the ring is intended to be worn, but you are unsure exactly of what it would do, but you know it's nothing inherently detrimental to the wearer. Um, that seems like that's a very valuable ring, Tama from the necromancy school. I'm not exactly sure what it does, though. You could try and put it on, although I would be careful because the number of cursed items in this game are terrifying. But from what I can tell, I think this one should be okay to wear, but I'm not at fault if it's cursed. She just points her finger and looks very, very desperate with that statement. Tama takes the ring back. Well, I don't really want it. Uh, Donna? <gasps> Donna's face lights up. And um, she goes, or me? And she grabs the ring. Can I have a pickle too? Tama offers her pickle as well. Susanna, you pull out uh, another pickle. And uh, it looks like a regular pickle. I bite into the pickle. Um, you get a, a pretty solid crunch. And then you get something that kind of like squishes in the middle. It, it's not really squish. It's like it doesn't want to break off. And it's not, it's definitely not crunchy. Um, it doesn't impede you from biting it, but it's like you can't, like, chew all the way through. Something is definitely, like, in the center of this pickle. Donna pulls out. She she bite, takes a bite around uh -huh. it and pulls out what's inside. Uh, so uh, it, there's a cigar in the middle of your pickle. <laughs> it's a very girthy pickle. 
Why, Zana? Why is it every time you've eaten one of these, something is inside your pickle? I roll for it. I don't understand. It's it's like a it's like one of those Kinder eggs, but it's like it's pickle instead. Yeah, you said that, but last time you almost broke your teeth on a metal tube. I'm careful when I'm biting into the pickles. <sighs> so yeah, you you have a cigar and a very hollow pickle because the cigar took up most of the pickle space. Well, I eat the rest of the pickle. Oh yeah, no, it's a delicious pickle. Oh yeah, like very crunchy, very crisp. And how soggy is the cigar? Um, it the outside's very very soggy, kind of slimy. It's got pickle residue all over it. In fact, it makes it taste a little better because, like, the cigar tastes like pickle. But the actual cigar itself, the inside contents, is mostly dry. Oh, well, I'm going to need to wait for the outside of this to dry off if we ever want to take a nice puff of it. But, um, you're just going to set that over here for now. You just set it down on the table counter. Uh, and you still have, you now have this pickle and this ring. Oh, Snow upon, if she hears that, she goes into healthcare mode and she starts lecturing Zana on the detriments of smoking. The dangers of smoking. Well, um, but I, I don't plan on smoke smoking, but like, it's not an often thing that I'm doing. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. think we have better things we could be discussing. Uh-huh. No, your health is more important than this. Eventually she will get tired and just throw her hands up in the air. Bah. Very Jewish-like. Bah. Very Jewish-Italian-like. Well, I don't know about all you, but I am getting a little bit tired, and I've used a lot of my spell slots today, so um, I might hit the hay unless we wanted to have a another group chat. I, I, no, Re- no. Real quick, um, what did you do with the ring? Put it in my bag of holding. Okay. So, uh, with everyone kind of hurting for spell slots and limited day use abilities, everyone kind of decides to hunker down and bunk in the underground bunker. Tama, being a monk, just kind of sits down cross-legged and just closes his eyes. Very powerful. So, Tama, you wake up first alongside Wilson, who has pitched a tent in the center of the sparring ring. Not liking the um, living arrangements of the bunk beds, he has a small tent which uh, he comes out of, and you see that there's a, a bedroll and some fixtures inside as well. Tama looks at the ten shrugs. He's a little confused at first, but yeah. then it's just like, you know, such is life. Say la vie. I mean, that's there now. Is Wilson out of the tent? Oh, well, you, you do see as you're stirring that Wilson has made his way out of his tent, and he's actually tending to his horse, Angus, who is tied up over by the other vehicles. So now that Tama's awake, he gets up, does a little bit of stretching, and then does is morning routine of uh, physical activity, which means like push-ups, jumping jacks. Got your 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and then you have to run a 10-kilometer run around this building in a giant circle. After a while, everyone else uh, does wake up. You hear the crackling and sizzling of meats. Is there, does, does Snow see the tent? Oh yeah, there, there's a tent at the center of the room. She looks very perturbed. Oh, guys, you want any bacon? Zach. That- is that bacon? Oh, that's bacon. Oh man, I'm down for some bacon. It doesn't really have a taste. It's it's not real bacon. I really do hate to alarm you. I think it's like lab generated, uh, like particle cloned bacon. Ew. Meat is meat. Um, it's. I I, it's I don't fine. know if we can legally classify this as meat. It. But it it sizzles and it kind of smells the same. Does it look like meat? It lo- oh, it definitely looks like meat. Does it taste like meat? Uh, no, not no? not really. I, oh, I, I really can believe it's not bacon. Um, uh. but it does have the a texture, an appearance, and smell of it 
but not the delicious taste. Snow just eats whatever rations she has. It's like very poorly seasoned Lay's bacon chips. Mm. I'll take them anyway. And then she would go and try and find Stefan. It seems as if uh, Stefan is currently uh, leaned over a metal table over by the armory section where you see there are numerous lockers of various equipment. And it seems as if he's assembling something. Can I take a look and see what it is that he's trying to assemble? Sure. What would you like me to roll? Uh, that would be a perception check. Uh, and then followed, if you would like to understand it more thoroughly, if you have access to it, a knowledge engineering. 18 on my perception. 25 on engineering. You can see off in the distance, uh, this man is not trying. He is doing quite successfully in reassembling what you can unmistakably determine to be a firearm some form of gun. It appears as if he was cleaning it and is now reassembling it. Impressive. Well, you have to make sure these things are taken care of, just like anything. Car, a computer, all of it has working parts and cogs, and if any of them were to fail, <laughs> nothing would work. Mm -hmm. I mean, is this something you did in real life, too? Assembling and disassembling guns? Ah, uh, guns, no. That's that's a new one. Um, however, I did take apart a radio, a watch, a VCR, television set, so, real question here. Uh, are we technically allowed to add you to the friend list? Oh, I really wouldn't recommend that. I'm just trying to figure out the best way that we're going to be able to contact you. Mm. Oh, no, I was going to get to that part. Um, everyone, uh, a few people are staring over there. They're eating bacon? Oh, well, that's the best I have. I really can't do much else. I've got rations, which taste far better. I mean, yes, but I mean, you can always eat that. Yeah. You only have Fakin when you're in the bunker. I don't want your Fakin. Oh, I don't either. That's <laughs> why I... Why do you think we have Fakin in the bunker? It's because it hasn't been eaten. I see. We're out of all the good stuff already. <laughs> the, the pudding's all gone. <laughs> We're out of vanilla pudding. Just let me know and I'll see if Clyde can make you stuff to store here that tastes uh, good. Well, yeah, that'd be a trick. Um, we have to be very careful about what comes and goes out of certain places uh, yeah. as the game will observe pieces going missing if they aren't quite accounted for. Oh, I understand. Yeah, your queen, Rimidolf, I don't know what her name actually is, took us into the a mirror dimension. Mm, yes, uh, that, that one was quite a trick. Luckily, she's rather good at that. Yeah, it was kind of a rough return, though, I gotta say. Not my favorite way of handling. It is certainly a clever but relatively nuisance of a method. Right. So, I guess then we can save this conversation for talking with the group. I was just trying to get a jump start on everything because everyone else is eating. Oh, I mean, I can walk it all over, and it seems as if uh, he grabs a box. Uh, it just looks like a cardboard box with, like, handles cut into it, and he just kind of picks it up and begins walking over to the group. I don't know why I was thinking solid snake, like we're just gonna have to walk around in boxes for a while. <laughs> The only way you can communicate is if you're inside this box. So everyone at this point has woken and is kind of gathered and, and having merriment festivities to whatever degree they do over some bacon and eggs. These are actual eggs, also genetically cloned, but that's not the point. Um, as they all sit down for breakfast, it appears as if Snow and Stefan make their way over. And everyone is accounted for, except Draken, who is still sleeping over in a bunk. It seems as if he has, like, piled, like, eight different blankets and cocooned himself. Yeah, it's no worse than seeing him sleep upside down. Tama looks slightly confused at that, but then thinks in his head, he thinks of times when he's done that himself. Slept upside down? 
Yeah. And tr- just like in trees is like a part of a meditation training. There you go. For- ah, Snow, you come to join us? I mean, that that is what it is that I am doing. So, yes. You know, I could just answer it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend the bacon. Uh, yeah. No, she just bites down on a piece of actual, like, jerky. I will say, if there's anything that can be noted, it is very crunchy. So, uh, quick question. Um, what is the, uh game plan i i know we, we 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 touched up on it last night but um yeah I'm, I'm still focusing on what we're doing as well yeah strike squad like are we are we looking for the entrance to like the next floor or are we going ahead with this plan that was going to take a lot of time to you know like build up i thought we discussed this yesterday the fact that she points to yourself tama and then also kind of gesturing behind her to drake and that you all wanted to stick around in game for a while longer. And I thought that it would probably be best anyway at this point if we try and see, or try at least and make sure that we are equipped enough to attack these data servers or these, whatever they're called, the servers, databases. Data servers is perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking because I'm not quite sure if we have the... One, experience, and two, the manpower to be able to do that yet. Yes, I would also like to wait a little longer before we try and to escape this game. I have some other goals to achieve before I leave the game. Yeah, well, we're kind of on a time crunch, so we got to be quick about this. And hopefully by the time we explore, if we get to the next floor in a reasonable amount of time... They'll find the data servers, and we'll be able to attack those. Um, well, that, that, that's what I was thinking as well, is that we get to the next floor, then we have other people coming up to this floor to potentially get to the next floor, which is more people on the 15th, and then that's more people that we and Stefan can potentially recruit for this whole endgame plan. I see what you're saying. I just wasn't sure how us getting to the next floor brings other people up here. They're already up here, for the most part. Whoever's up here is who's adventuring right yeah, now. Wouldn't, wouldn't we need to get people from the lower floors yeah. up here? So how would getting to the next floor bring them up? I, I thought it was like, you know, like, incentive? The people that have stayed on the other floors are too afraid to move up. Hopefully, I mean, maybe we can reach out to Sal. Since he is supposed to be a bard, we could maybe see if he could inspire people to come up. Certainly. Uh, w- w- if you want other people to come up this high and you want to incentivize them, wouldn't it be better to make the lower floors safer? Yeah. That was something I was trying to work on also, because the queen has issues with people traversing through the lands unabated. I think the real value of exploring the next floor would be in order to get stronger yourselves as individuals. If you find yourselves unable to recruit new people... Perhaps it would be better to be able to do more yourselves. All right, fine. And it sounds like we've come to an agreement. We will just have to show others that we are capable on our own for now. As far as locating the exit, I can tell you exactly where it is. That's not a problem. However, getting to it is where the real pickle comes. Pickles. No, unintended. And Stefan looks at his jar. Is it? Is it like water-based? Oh, absolutely. Ah, I, I was right. It's about a mile off the western coast of this continent. We're currently on a peninsula. Yeah, I thought you said that yesterday. I did. Yeah. Apparently no one was paying attention. I was paying attention, for once. It's about a mile off. You have to go effectively straight down, but you have to go down about a good thousand feet. 
Oh, like in the water? In the water. So we're going to have to find a way to either hold our breath for that long or... Also, the water is freezing cold and you will be taking damage for every round that you are under there. Mm. Also, water pressure. We did code all of these real-life physics into the game. Didn't you also mention a creature? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Breathing underwater, um, hypothermia, uh, and... Uh, water pressure are only three of your four problems. And honestly, all of the other three are kind of lesser in comparison. Um, there is what has been affectionately referred to as the Gallumkete out there. It is a large rampaging nature spirit. Very strong and very much does not like any vessels. It was kind of programmed, designed specifically for that. <laughs> yeah, you guys kind of made more problems for us, but we'll try and deal with it, she says through slightly gritted teeth. If that thing sees, sees a boat or a submarine, it will charge straight at it, ignoring literally everything else, and ram it until it explodes. What about an orca? An orca uh, is not a submarine or a boat, so it would probably ignore that. Well, I... At I least mean... to a degree, though it has been known to be territorial. I mean, I can summon orcas... I, I did it once by accident in the desert. It was not a pretty sight. How would summoning an orca help us? Uh, you can traverse in the water. You can ask him to swim you down there while you hold on to him. As we get crushed by the water pressure. All right. As everyone's discussing, Thomas thinking to himself, and he thinks of an idea that could possibly be helpful, but takes him a bit to think if he should actually voice the thing. If he, if the creature, uh, will go after boats, could we potentially use a decoy boat? That would certainly buy you some time, though it is, um, hard to find individuals who would be willing to sacrifice themselves on effectively a suicide mission. Uh, especially in a death game. Um, couldn't you just, uh, give the boat some momentum and then get off? That would require a little bit of preparation, but I do suppose it is possible. What What would be the point in having a decoy boat? Is it so that we can go down and uh, get through the, the, you know, the portal to the next floor or the door to the next floor? Or is it so that we can lure the creature out so we can attack it? Either way. It works, I guess. Well, I can think of a few other options that we have besides summoning orcas or a decoy boat. Would you like to share with the class? Because Angus, Angus don't swim well. Well, we could try and find somebody who has dealt with the nature spirits before or knows something about them. Oh, no. Den, anybody? Oh. Uh, he might be able to tell us a way to get around it. I mean, maybe. He's from here. He should know the area pretty well. He does. Oh, trust me, he does. I mean, I don't know about him in the ocean, but Draken was pretty adamant about him. And I remember when we met him, he was talking about himself having to hunt down these rampant spirits. So maybe he might know something. He, he might. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, a, a little, you know, like it's, um... It, it's nothing. Never mind. Do do you not like Den? I thought you guys were having a great time it's, on the it's, carpet. It's not that I don't like him. It's it's not that he isn't. It it's just that, gosh, he's he's just socially awkward in, in the in the 
forced way. Like, Tom is socially awkward, but at least he's quiet. So, like, you know, he keeps his thoughts to himself. Dan is the socially awkward where anything that's on his brain is what comes out, apparently. I thought you just said it was rude to say somebody was socially awkward, and then you just called Dan socially awkward. I'm so confused. What is your morality, well, woman? Dan isn't here. Wow. Oh, okay, so I get it. It's okay to talk to people. It's okay to talk about people behind their back, just not in front of them. That's a very rogue thing to do. Oh, yes. Well, I'm she just gestures. stating uh, observed facts. Well, that's what I was doing earlier. I'm so lost. I mean, if we want to communicate to Dan through, I can send Alistair to go give him a note or something. Well... Before we do anything else, uh, Stefan, you said you had some things for us? Yes, uh, I was waiting to chime in yet again. Um, if you ever need to get in contact with me, unlike your other individual, uh, here. And he kind of opens the lid of the box and gestures towards some walkie-talkies. What's They're... the range on these bad boys? Well, it depends. If you have the antenna out, they can theoretically reach 10 miles in good condition. However, if there is any storm or electrical interference, they will be blocked, uh, and the range significantly reduced. It's best if you try and use them within a mile. Noted. But if you are anywhere within the city reach, generally, I should be able to hear you. Are you sure the others won't be able to pick up on this? Uh, they shouldn't. Uh, it's a special signal and frequency, which I have attuned these devices to quite specifically, knowing that which the other individuals use. If... They know that we're communicating through such ways they theoretically could find it, but I don't think anyone is looking for rogue frequencies right now. Okay, well, speaking of which, my last question. How concerned about the technology level should we be here? Because I don't know what they have access to, and that kind of freaks me out. Um, you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. Well, I mean, you kind of came at us with the whole, oh, hi, Amelia. Zanaria. Yes. Amen. All of our names. Amelia, Wilson. Zanaria, Wilson, Michael, Aaron. It's actually pronounced Zanaria, but I get that a lot. Don't worry. Also, don't ever call me that. Is there any problems? I'm just wondering if the NPCs have access to this or if there's anything else that we should be concerned about. Like how exactly they're blocking our teleports. Oh, yes. Oh, well, that would also block the radio, by the way. Just a word of warning. Due to the fact that there are a lot of administrators within the region, they do have access to specialized technologies, the extent of which not even I fully understand. Theoretically, some of these individuals could do whatever they wished. Though, for most of the NPCs, uh, they are more uniform in their equipment. Most of them will have heat vision goggles, long-ranged rifles, tracking systems, and also communicators to correspond with one another. And these are the admin? No, oh, these are the regular NPCs. The administrators, like I said, depending on what they have spent the majority of their time into, if they have decided to work on any side projects, your guess is as good as mine. Me, I've been able to carve out this bunker. Question is, what have others been working on? Are there any admin that we need to be careful of? Anyone who's not on our side? At the very least, I would be concerned about Roland. He is... The current captain of the Bureau of Abjuration, the Black Cloaks, is an administrator and a fierce one at that. He is immensely strict about the game rules and is not afraid to utilize his power to punish anyone who he believes is abusing their power, ironically enough. Hmm. And then there is also Camille, 
Which, oh, dagnabbit, that one? Yes. Ah. Yes, Lysimus, uh, from my understanding, is a game administrator. Uh, she is absolutely terrifying. I would not want to double-cross her. Oh, it's a really good thing we didn't go after her then, because <laughs> we almost did. I would definitely advise against that. Um, other than that, I would be careful around Charles von Artiste. He's the castigator of the Emporium. He seems pleasant enough, but I have seen him on his bad side. He's generally in a pleasant mood, so long as you do not break the immersion of the game. All right. This is good information. <sighs> okay. Everyone got your walkie? Yep. Uh, so are we going to meet with Den then? Or are we going to like try and get equipment to deal with the whale? I think we should talk with Den first, and then from there we can probably figure out what to do with the whale. If he has information that might be useful, whether or not it's dealing with things here, because if we can give that information to other players, we might be able to get them to help us. Well, hmm. fair enough. So, up, up, and away then? Hey, Draken. Uh, Draken. You're all very loud. Draken. You're all very, very loud. Hey, Draken, I've got coffee for you. Uh, it's not a cappuccino. And you just see from inside the uh, cocoon of blankets, steam just starts em emanating. Should I send Alistair out now so that Den can meet us like halfway. I mean, we're going to have to leave here anyway, so let's just start heading upstairs and we can send out Alistair. And you make your way on Stefan's recommendation through the side entrance, the one at which you have not utilized yet. It seems as if it is a long tunnel lit by luminescent lights, which are fixated built into the walls roughly every 20 feet or so. Other than that, it seems like it's just a long cement tunnel which goes on for almost a mile before coming up into a back alley of the outskirts of the city. Well, at least we made our way up on this area. Oh, dang it. Hang on. Uh, Snow actually goes into her inventory and pulls out a disguise self potion. Mm -hmm. It's a, a level 10 disguise self. I'm going to quickly just down this and she'll drink it. Sure. What do you look like? Oh, she's going back to that crazy old lady that nice. she did last yeah. time. Love. Love is the disease. Well, I mean, I guess I'm down with the sickness then. Ah, <laughs> oh. Wilson, you cracked me up. Uh, at least I can make someone laugh. All right, so are we going to meet Dan up by the mountains? I think I heard. You were listening? I thought I you were was trying to sleep. How good are your ears? Are you an... What... She looks him up and down. I thought you were a human in this game. Maybe I am. Maybe you're not. Anyway, they stop staring at each other awkwardly. So, uh, Zana, can you have Alistair go and do that, please? Alistair? Hi, buddy. Hi! Hi. Ah. I, I know, I know you're just so, you're just a little, little sleepy. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it's kind of known. I'm mostly fine. The faking was not very good. I kind of choked a little. Very dry. You didn't like it. I, no. No, I didn't. You think you could fly over to Den and ah! tell him to meet us? What? Or that we're coming? That's like five miles. Yeah, but you can fly faster than we can walk. I, I can do that. It's going to take a long time, though. Like, you're going to be waiting, like, hours. Well, we're going to, going to you know, head out, too, but you're going to head out ahead of us to, like, okay. that we're coming. Sure. Does that sound good? Fine. 
Oh, uh, all right then. I mean, you're a fan of it, so I guess I am. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Kisses. And the bird flies off ahead of your group. Right. Time to move on then. Let's go. So is the old lady running the shig now? Absolutely not. No, I, I think she's just tagging along. And Draken kind of looks her up and down and kind of like shudders. <sighs> oh, Draken, don't lie. You know you want this. And she does like a little shimmy as a joke. Draken just begins walking away. Oh, dang it. And he whistles and holds his arm out. He's just standing there. Uh, Snow walks up and just Does puts he... her hand on his arm. Does he have his fist out? Like while he's holding I mean, his arm out? Yeah. Zana gives him a fist bump. Well, can, can you all stop? And then he kind of like moves and walks forward like five paces oh, and then puts his arm like, out. She was like squeezing it too. Like, oh, the muscles. And eventually a, a Snow White owl lands on his forearm. Oh my gosh, I almost completely forgot about your owl. She glares. Oh, that little. Mm-hmm. He bit some of my skin off. And you see as the owl literally keeps its body facing forward, but just turns his head 180 degrees and stares at you. I'm going to kill that bird, Dragon. <laughs> don't, don't. I'm going to kill it. You are not going to hurt Snowball. Oh, oh you no. better hold me back. If you hurt Snowball, the king is dead. I will commit regicide. What king? Oh. And you can see Nijia kind of turns his head. No, nobody's killing anyone's animal familiars. Yeah, you can resummon yours. You can resummon yours. Only when I'm in a certain form. Okay, I can only summon Snowball under special circumstances. And Draken kind of just like moves Snowball away defensively. <laughs> oh, I think we should just get get walking. I mean, I'm glad I sent Alistair away now. Right, let's go. Are, are you walking or are you riding with Chia? She's walking. <laughs> with a, a crippled old lady with a cane and a walking stick just hobbling through the snow. Oh, yeah. No, and she's going purposefully slow at this point, too. And so uh, your group makes their way out of the outskirts of the town. Snow is riding on a Chia. She dispels the uh, disguise self when they get outside of the city. Wilson is on Angus. Tama is trudging along. And you all notice as Draken calls Snowball down, who's kind of been flying above head, and he seems to whisper something into its ear before he kind of gestures for her to jump off, and she kind of floats down and then morphs into a hippogriff, and he hops on and begins riding. Tala looks uh, very intrigued at this creature. Snow still glares, though slightly annoyed. I'm watching you, Snowball. Always watching. It turns its significantly larger head now, just stares with its cold, dead, almost glazed-over eyes, as if a predator hunting you. <laughs> she shudders. Zana peers down from her flying carpet that's flying just, you know, a little bit above head level of everybody else. And she looks down at Tama, who's the only one walking. Hey, hey, Tama, buddy, you, you sure you don't want a ride of any kind? I'm good. You're just going to walk the whole way there in snow? Uh, Tom would just shake his head, yes. He seems to be walking alongside of you perfectly fine. The snow, genuinely curious about your character's ability to keep up. What is your walking speed? Well, it's about as fast as your animals. Uh, thanks, that's very helpful. I was... And you guys begin making your way out into the tundra and wilderness of Thor 15, getting a few miles out of the city and approaching ever closer to the mountain. So once you kind of reach the midway point, you see as eagles begin circling from overhead and out through the snowy landscape, eventually you see an individual 
walking closer, but someone who you didn't notice before. And they seem far too close to have made their way from over the horizon, as you can have pretty much seen everything from the, the summit of the mountain. It appears as if he's just appeared within the past hundred feet of walking towards you. Do I sense Alistair around me? Yeah, it seems as if he's struggling, but is flying back. Oh, hey, buddy. I see Den made that sweater for you. It's got snowflakes! And he kind of flaps his wings and is very happy. He's wearing, like, a, a red and green Christmas sweater with white snowflakes on it. Snow stops uh, Nichia just waiting to see who approaches, just to be cautious. Is it blizzardy like normal? It, or it, is it... Yeah, it, there is, like, a side swipe of snow, which kind of clouds the vision from too far of a distance, but you can very distinctly tell the silhouette that is approaching you is Den. He is wrapped in a large white furred parka, uh, and currently has his hood up, his hair falling down past his shoulders. Immistakably, you recognize his face. Oh, good. Thank God it's you. I thought it was something else walking towards us in the... Oh, yes, Blizzard. all of those other things which are known to roam the tundras of this wasteland. Oh, yeah, you know, Sal mentioned a fire bear at well, one point. Well, he wouldn't come anywhere near here. Right. Speaking of which, uh, we have some questions and you've got answers, I oh, think. I, I can help? Maybe. Oh, speaking of which, and then kind of claps his hands, and uh, some of the eagles... Um, fly down and snow next to you, you see there is a five by five cubic foot ice chest. That's huge. That's like, huge. It, it took like five eagles to swoop this down to you. Either this is a euphemism for my death or your, tr what is this? Oh, this is what you asked for. And he kind of lifts the lid of it. He kind of like shifts it, pushes it to the side. And there's just like 50 giant fish, assorted salmon, tuna, pike, Alaskan cod, all kinds of them. Don't you remember snow? Then how am I supposed to get this anywhere? Oh, oh, you didn't mention transportation being a problem. You just requested it? Nachia, happy birthday. Oh, yes. All for you, buddy. And Nachia just jumps up onto the ledge of the chest and just sticks his face and starts nomming on fish. She's holding onto the back of him as this happens. She just wasn't expecting it, so she's like gripping down really hard. Oh, great. Oh, I hate that sound. All right. So, um, any, I guess you didn't come here just to get your fish. He kind of looks around and reading the expression on your face. Ah, uh, well, not just fish. I mean, this sweater you made, Alistair, is pretty dope. Oh, yes, yes. I, I did get in it that overnight. It, it's actually um made out of pure mountain goat wool. Mm, I I believe that. Zana kind of awkwardly looks away for a second. <sighs> Why? Why are we back here with this guy? The snow slides off of Nachia's back onto the ground. Well, if that's all you needed, um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll be back on my way. No, 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 no. No, oh, no. You, you, come Me? here. Oh, come, I'm, come, come I'm already here. No, come closer. Closer? So, Dad. Hi. Yeah, okay, perfect. That's a good, sure. that's a reasonable distance. That's perfect. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I like to, um, still respect personal boundaries. No, I really appreciate that. What can you tell us about these nature spirits? Since oh. I remember a conversation we were having about those. Yeah, no, they're, they're great. Right. Uh, what was it called? Uh, Tama, what did he, what did he call it? Tama just thinks and kind of shrugs because he doesn't quite remember. Wilson? Oh. I'm, I'm also drawing a blank here. Uh, Gatling. Um, Gatling. Gatling cow? 
Gallum. Gallum. Gallum? Gallum Kete. Oh, you're talking about Melville? Love him. He's great. Right, right, proper chap. Yeah. Swell. Good, good. Are we talking about the the, the creature in the ocean? Yeah. No, he's, he's play- um, a bit of a temper on him. But, uh, I mean, other than that, uh, great at poker. I see. Oh, so we're on, like, a first-name basis here. Snow starts, like, muttering to herself. And then she looks back at Dan. Yeah, so we need to get past Melville to get to the next area. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. How do we get there? What do you mean? You see, apparently, anybody who goes down there gets attacked by Melville. Then where? In the water. The water? Yeah. I don't know why he'd attack anything. You look like a seal? No. Plankton? He attacks boats and submarines, apparently. Oh, do you look like either of those? He really hates those. Why, in particular? Like, like he'll eat the aforementioned seal and plankton, um, but he really does not like boats. Okay, so here's our problem, Dan. We need to go under the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. have access. Like, there's a potential for boats. Oh, oh no, I don't think that would work very well. What, yeah, how Mel- do we... Melville's a little sore about that still. Why? Oh, well, you see, uh, when uh, the people from Erveldum first started trying to come to this area and they started sending out a bunch of fishing boats, uh, they needed a lot of oil. So they hunted a lot of whales. Um, they, they killed his wife and, and tried to murder him. I'm pretty sure he still has, like, giant, like, five-foot metal rods stuck into his spine that were kind of shot there by, like, a propulsion cannon. Yeah, he's, he's very sore about that still. He'll attack anything metal that floats or dives on sight. Okay, so, so Dan, look at us. He's got serious PTSD. I yeah. can understand that, yeah. He sounds like he needs some therapy. Yeah, um, I mean, if you could recommend a good therapist, I'm, I'm sure that would really help. Go, uh, go miles. I don't know. Tom, are you know I've, therapist? No, I would suggest meditation. Yeah, I mean, I've tried talking to him. Um, he's generally rather pleasant, as long as you don't mention the death of his wife and kids. Oh, okay. Noted. Noted. And, and don't go showing up in any, like, large metal vessels. So, uh, h- how do you know him? Oh, we, we play poker, generally, on Friday nights. When? How do you play poker with the, the Galem Kete? Is he a whale? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. How do you, how you play poker with a whale? What? I mean, with cards, generally speaking. Uh, generally, we bet clams. Am I not speaking English here, people? She looks back at the rest of the group. I mean, you're definitely speaking. Right. Um, let's try this. Den? Yes? How does a whale play with cards? Uses his fins. Okay. All right. We've reached a new level of questions. Um, besides all that, we need to find a way to get under the water. How do we do that, Den, without using a boat or a submarine? We Uh, are people. Have you tried swimming? I am not a great swimmer. Oh, well, that, that would be a problem. Um... Have you tried becoming an animal? Preferably not a seal. He will eat you. Ooh, or a school of fish. Okay, hmm, let's see. What are, my, what are our good options here? He doesn't really like, like, have a cephalopod. You could try turning into an octopus. Right. So we would need access to a very high-level polymorph spell. She looks back at the rest of the group. Anyone? Or, potentially, and I have no idea if this would work, I could go out on one of my animals and try to charm? Him? I, I have the charm monster spell. It's worked before. I mean, I know his name. I know his trauma. 
I mean, yeah, that could potentially work. I mean, you could try talking to him. He's a relatively pleasant guy. Maybe Honestly, you um, just mention I'm Den's friend. Yeah, I, I mean, you bring up my name. That would probably go a long way. Does he understand our speech? Um, he, he can understand you. Communication, you might not be able to understand him too well. He's very intelligent, but he doesn't quite have the vocal cords. Oh, okay. Um, he mostly talks in, like, awoogas. <laughs> so we need a tugboat. Um, no, 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 he would murder you. No, no boats. No boats. Okay, but listen, we really need to work on it, on this trauma, but that's beside that point. We still have to be able to get under the water. We need to get to wherever the next floor is, Den. Yeah, so, like, I convince Melville to, like, maybe... You ever seen Pinocchio? You ever seen Pinocchio? Yeah. Where uh, they're, like... I no, I haven't met him before. Well, they go inside the whale. You want to be swallowed by the whale? Well, I mean, you know, he takes us down there, or we just, you know, swim. Uh, I'm not entirely, but wait, uh, there, there's some logic here. Please track. Um, if we have potions of water breathing and cloaks of cold resistance, we would be able to survive underwater for a brief period of time. What about the water pressure? That would be problematic, but I, if we are able to get the whale to take us to the depth mm. um, gradually, uh, we should be able to... Uh, our bodies will naturally adjust to a certain degree, and all we have to do is step through the portal to get to the next floor. Yeah, I'm worried about the pens. Oh, those will be terrible, um, but I don't think it would be enough to kill us. You sure? No. All right, great. Good talk. Okay. Sounds fantastic. And yeah, worst case scenario, if we can't convince Melville, um, plan B, guys, submarine suits, we all become Iron Man? Well, yeah. How are we going to get those? Uh, I'm sure Eveldom has something on it. No, uh, no, no. What I'd about delete. the Volcanium? The what? Dragon. Um, I mean, that would definitely be able to survive the water pressure and give you cold resistance. If you could hook up an oxygen tank to a wetsuit made out of Volcanium, you'd definitely be able to survive. So if we can't convince the whale... Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I, I, I know the answer. I got this one. Ooh, me, me, oh, me, oh, me, me, me. Go ahead. Oh, me. Yeah. I played um assassin's oath 4 back in the day on my um ps um and i have to tell you uh in the game uh, with all the pirates and stuff they used diving bells what diving bells okay so basically what the way it works is when you like uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but the point is that, like, air gets trapped um, in the top of the bell, so the water only goes so high, so uh, we actually don't even need potions of water breathing. Uh, we would just have to distract the whale long enough for an alternate group to come up with a diving bell, drop it into the water, everyone swim in it, and as long as we have cold resistance, we should be able to go all the way down. Drop it in the water from what? Uh, I didn't get that far, but I'm sure we can find an answer. Uh, that sounds terrifying. That sounds absolutely terrifying. The only problem is, is if the whale sees us, we'll think we're a submarine, because we technically kind of are. Um, and he's probably going to absolutely destroy our buttholes. Yeah, no, Wilson, we're going to ixnay on that for now, and that's plan D. But what if it worked? It um, I mean, I think it would work and kind of be less resource intensive than the submarine suits. Let's just try to get swallowed by a whale, then. All right, so I got plan C. You get plan F. That's still in the top five. Six? I'm not good at numbers. <laughs> More of a maps kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, we kind of, we know that. Alistair, do, do you speak whale? 
Can you understand whale? No. Okay, well. You know I can only speak languages that you can speak, right? Well. Because I'm technically, like, tapping into your mindscape for all of my information and opinions. I thought you could talk to other birds. I mean, kinda. I squawk. They squawk back. It, it doesn't make much sense. If you already know, Melva, why can't you just come with us and explain our situation? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Sorry, the stars, not aligned. Why not? Stars, just not aligned. Dan? It would cause some complications. Why? No, I, I'm just saying um, that there are just some matters that I personally would like to keep private. And I, I really do request that you respect my, my decision on that one. I, I thought I've already been wonderfully helpful. Dan? Yes? What are you hiding? Um, Diplomacy, please? Sure, yeah. Plus, it's not a Friday. It's not Friday. It's not Friday. <laughs> Quite simple, thank you. A 32 on my diplomacy. Um, for, for the um, sake and safety of all those I hold dear, I would prefer not to be murdered, so I am going to have to respectfully decline. Why would you be murdered? Um, well, um, so, uh, you, you know how uh, a number of individuals in Airveldom wish to imprison you and probably try you and then, like, subject you to an electrical chair? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So the, a number of individuals wish to do that to me as well. So I'm, I'm gonna just have to pass. Why we're not going to Airveldom? No, I understand. But like, if you know, and then other people find out, and then I get murdered. And Why then... would anything? How would other people find out if we're leaving this floor, Dan? I, I just have preferences of not informing individuals of um, some of my personal relations and utilizing said relations for others' advantage. Dan, he's, I think he's trying to, like, we need your help. And I already tell you, look, look, here, how about this, right? And he kind of pulls out, um, a piece of wood, uh, and he seems to etch something on it with an icicle. Uh, here you go, there's my sigil, that's my sign of approval, you hand that to Melville, and, um, you'll probably, um, he'll be more inclined to not murder you on sight. Zana takes this. Well, uh, it, it looks lovely. No, thank you. Yes, I, I did it myself. Uh, and uh, I would like to ask one more question. Does does Melville have any, you know, like, what what is he like? Oh, well, I mean, i got to say, he's got a killer poker face. Um, it, He does have to kind of, like, adjust his vision due to the fact that the eyes are on the side of his head. He can only see so many. His depth perception, very bad. All right. Um, but other than that, um, uh, short temper when it comes to touchy subjects. Uh, really likes food. Um, likes, uh, long swims by the beach. Sunsets are pretty. Zana looks to the ice thing full of fish. Oh, he, uh, he, he'd eat that. Um, he prefers it generally alive, but I mean, and no one's gonna say no to sashimi. I think we have a solid, uh, uh, well, a mostly sat. I'm sure if you beat him in a game of poker, then he'd be more than willing to take you there. Snow is still stuck on the previous topic. <laughs> She's been staring incredulously at... Den has been intentionally not making eye contact with you. She gets closer at this point. She doesn't usually get... Snow, remember when we said that we uh, mutually appreciate the fact that uh, we have a respect for individuals' personal bubbles? No, 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 no. I'm invading the bubble right now. No, no, no. My bubble very much likes to not be invaded. Den? Yes? What the hell did you do? I've done nothing. Really? Is of consequence to any situation that is pertinent to the immediate circumstances. Snow. Do, do you not realize that he's, like, friends with the other, what are they, uh, the, the, what are the 
What are the what are the nature spirits? Yeah, you can call them totems. That's fine. If he's like friends with the nature spirits, and Aravelldom is against the nature spirits, you know, in the mines and the other places, then they might want to utilize him to like either persuade the nature spirits or like use his information for their own benefit, and that's why he doesn't want to go with us. It's pretty good logic. You follow that. Oh, well, that's not exactly why, is it, Dan? No, we're fine here. No, really, Dan. We're all good here. I thought we were friends, Dan. We we are, but if you keep pressing me and making me so uncomfortable, I might have to demote you to acquaintance. Dan! Uh, listen, I don't want to do it. I think we've had some great times. We went to the Leshy Village. That was all chummy and all. Um, but uh, you've helped the great tree Anuxaruk. I am forever in your debt. However, that does not entitle you to everything in my life. She reaches into her inventory and pulls out the great seed that she has. All right, yeah, I gave that to you. That's it. It was she fun. hands it to him. Oh, 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 thank you. You trusted me with taking care of that. It's still okay. I haven't planted anywhere because I didn't know where else to plant it. But if we can't be friends, Den, then I can't take care of this. I, I mean, we can be friends, but you But know, I need you to trust us. I mean, you don't hear me asking immensely personal and potentially life-threatening then questions. Then ask me personal and life-threatening questions. I, I, I mean, all right, Snow. I mean, is Snow even your real name? No. That's what I... See? See, you don't even trust me with your real name? It's I Amelia. Heard, I heard her real name was Amelia. That's I just very, said very, that. Very Thanks. pretty name. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know anything about you, where you live, who your parents. I don't ask these personal questions. All right. Do you want to? Sure, why not? I mean, all if right. we're all, like, touchy-feely here, oh, I mean, God, we can just no. go around the camp circle and, um... Uh, or alternatively... We can just butt out of each other's business. Great idea. Tom just nods his head. <laughs> Tom is like, I wish to reveal nothing on the internet. Well, I was, I was going to say that we could, you know, try plan A. I like plan A. And then... If that doesn't work out, for some reason Melville doesn't cooperate, then why don't we just either you come back to Den, you know, chit-chat a little bit, sure. brainstorm. That, that's fine. Okay. And then go with plan B. All right, how about this? Zana. Yes. Tama. Tama nods his head. Draken. What? Am I babysitting again? Yes. What do you mean? Why am I babysitting? I need you guys to get us the water-breathing potions. Oh, uh. Oh, yeah, I guess if we're playing poker with an ice whale, we're going to need those. Yeah, we're going to need the water-breathing potions, and then, well... A waterproof deck of cards. Oh, yeah, waterproof deck of cards. diving bell, maybe? We're not doing the diving bell right now. Can I have it set to the side, prepared, if need be? It's, it's, It's plan D for diving bell. That's two spots higher than it was before. You guys head back to the city to do that. We're going to have to get this container towards the ocean side. Where are we going exactly? She looks at Den again. This is why we need your help. I don't know where we're going. Oh, I, I, I can um, accompany you most of the way. All right. Uh-huh. Point in a direction. Uh-huh. And tell you, like, maybe roughly when to stop. Uh-huh. I mean, also... Also, it should be really hard to find him. He's a really big ice whale. Stefan also, like, pointed out on the map area where we could find it. So, best of luck with your giant ice chest fish. Um, uh, say hi to Melville for me. Um, you just wait, walk wait, wait, wait. that way to the coast. Uh, other than that, I'm going to have to bid you adieu. Very important business to attend to. Uh, stove's on at home. Got to feed the dogs. Uh, Den, and he starts Den, trying to walk wait. away. Snow grabs Nachia and starts chasing after him. You guys go to that. We'll be right back. Stop. Maybe, maybe don't harass everyone you meet, Snow. 
All right, kids, it seems like you're going to be accompanying your uh, fun uncle, Drake, and down to the fifth floor. Oh, the fifth floor? I mean, that's where the bazaar is, and you can buy magic McGubbins and stuff. I mean, fair enough. So, I mean, uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to do in Arabeldom. Not, not really. Tommy, are you, uh, Tama, are you okay with just going along with everything? Tama just nods his head, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm just checking in on you, because, like... You said you wanted to join a guild, and I was, like, really proud of you for, like, wanting to go out and make new friends, but it turns out you haven't made any other friends other than, like, the few people you've interacted with, and I was just wondering if you're, like, get your own goals, or... All right, here's my game plan. All right. We're gonna have you, Zana, do all the shopping, and Tama, I'm gonna teach you poker, because I feel like you're gonna have an amazing poker face. Tama just nods at that. I mean, sure, fine, I can do all the shopping. I was more, I wanted to pick up more stuff anyway. As I figured you would. So, uh, Al on Z, and Draken just kind of teleports. And we will follow after. Meanwhile, Snow chases Den off into the obscuring blizzard, and Wilson makes sure that you're in viewing distance. But other than that, is, uh, it seems as if he's currently attempting to hitch this icicle chest to Angus. Oh, yeah. So Den's kind of just power walking away, and you just ride up and, like, cut him off with your large wolf. Den, wait! Now, oh, you're right. Yeah, Snow, I really don't want there to be any bad feelings between us. I, I do really appreciate everything that you've done for me. But as a friend, I need you to trust me and respect my personal boundaries. <sighs> and he does, as a gesture of good faith, attempt to hand back the great tree seed to you. She'll take it back, but then... She looks at him and says, I'm not exactly able to give up on this. I'm sorry if I'm pressuring you too much, but there's a lot at stake. And we're running out of time. We need all the help we can get. And, well, you know what's really going on, don't you? Uh, uh, you're attempting to talk to Melville to get to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I like you, Dan. I like you a lot. You're... You're a really great NPC, you know that? Uh-oh, what? Uh, okay, where to start? Uh, so this world is a game. Uh, what, you you sound... Do you just call... Yeah, that sounds like a slur. I feel like I should be offended. No, don't be. Should I be I feel like you use that term derogatorily I to really other didn't. individuals. I really don't. Oh, okay. All right, well, I, really well, don't. I, I don't know what it means, but I'll, I guess I'll take it as all good things then. Listen, there's a lot that's going on. I don't know what's going to happen... When we leave. Um, I mean, no one really knows what happens when we leave. But let's be honest, right? Like, that's kind of the big question. <laughs> it is a big question, but it's not the one we're uh, looking at here. <sighs> we need strong allies. Because we're facing off against something that is far bigger than we ever expected. If you could be slightly less vague and more specific, I, I do like picking sides. I, I will say that much. Thus far, I've kind of been in your court, so I'm, I'm fine with it. But I do, I do need a little bit more context and substance. Right. I don't know who is listening. She slides off of Nachia. You got a stick. She reaches towards Den. Oh, uh, do, I, do I need a stick? I need the stick. This, uh, I don't. Um, he kind of the just like reaches into his cloak. I got a got a whalebone. Just she she starts trying to like draw a little bit of a diagram in the snow. All right, keeping her voice slightly low and trying to mostly draw out things and write out words. What are we doing? I'm trying to explain some of the situation. Do we, do we need to be kind of stealthy? Yeah, 
Oh, okay. Uh, and I'll get my friends on it. And he kind of winks. Um, and, and he ca- kind of turns around and makes a couple of, like, cawing sounds and flaps his arms a little bit. Um, and all of a sudden you see a number of eagles are kind of circling overhead, and the blizzard seems to kind of begin to swirl around you. Did you just counter blizzard? Well, no, 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 we're fine. That's, um, that's pretty cool. No, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Again, I don't know how how limited the ability for them to check in on us is, uh, yeah, but... Can, 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 you, can you rewind a little bit? You keep yeah. saying them, yeah. they, the bad guys. We're um, just... We actually just learned about this oh, ourselves. Well, okay, so, so. Uh, I feel that pretty included. This is new news. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's what's news. The reason why I've been trying to get in... I'm, really want to know what's going on with you and why you can't really help us directly is because we're in a situation where we need strong allies. You seem to have strong connections with things. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, so... so, uh, This world isn't real. uh, Well, that's... uh, I mean, sure, what we're, like, what we're all in, like, a big dream, then? Kind of. Um... All right, all right. I can can vibe with this. You know how there's... There's Draken, myself, Zana, these weird people that just show up with these random powers, and they seem stronger than a lot of other yeah, people. Yeah, the travelers, yeah. We're players in a game. Oh, okay, so we're all playing... Po- is it Friday night? We're stuck here in a technologically developed world, and we can't get out. Like, okay, okay, uh, so... Not, uh, um, you don't... Think Ereveldum, oh, but like all that. of Ereveldum, uh-huh. this whole world is Ereveldum. Oh, um, that's... Um, uh, I don't... Um, um, you lost me. I followed you up into the... We're all stuck in a big dream because we tripped on too many shrooms. I was there with you. Um, and then you started talking about we're all in Erveldum when we're very explicitly outside Erveldum. Okay, this I'm going to end up dying at some point because of this. Like I said, this world is not real. We are stuck in... A dream. Yeah. A dream. Okay, sure. But the players, the travelers, we uh-huh. don't belong here. We're from another world. All right. And how many shrooms would you say you've consumed recently? None. Interesting. Okay, well, um, I mean, lucid um, hallucinations have been known to occur. That's perfectly fine. Okay, Dan, um, I don't appreciate the sarcasm. I'm trying to explain the situation. I'm being as honest with you as I possibly can. I'm, I'm still just really confused about all of it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine and on board if you're saying that there's a big threat that needs to be addressed. There is a big threat that needs to be addressed, Dan. Okay. In, Very can, large. Can you tell me what that threat is? Less ambiguously. In six months' time, every single traveler in this game will die. Well, now, now that does sound like a conundrum. Now, I, I don't exactly know what you expect me to do about that, though. We need your help. To Whether do, or not it's... To do what? I'm a very, like, str- like cut and dry... Stan, we need to destroy Ereveldum. Oh! Well, why didn't you just say so? Okay, that was probably the easy... But we have to find these things called data centers. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know, you're already lost again. We need to destroy Ereveldum. Okay. Their technology, the Mm -hmm. data centers. I'll I'll blow it to smithereens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Can your nature spirits help with that? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, I already know that Melville's not a big fan. Chris, Chris hates them. Oh. I don't know who Chris is. I need you to. What? Just like you were talking about Chris earlier. The snake. No. The, the bird? What? The bear? Yes, the there bear. you go. There okay. You go. That's Chris. Yeah, he, he's he's a little grumpy when he wakes up from his naps. But other than that, um, swell guy, uh, bundle of fun. Uh, he's just a big cuddly ball of fur. Um, 
unless you take his food away um, and wake him up and come anywhere near him. Uh, he, he has a very hot temper. Yeah, that would make sense. He is a fire bear. Um, I, I don't know if Cheryl is... Well, no, Cheryl's not a big fan either. Who's Cheryl? Oh, you, you talked about her earlier. She's the snake. Sounds like a snake name. Okay, all right. All right, how many other... Well, who are the other nature spirits, then, that I have to worry about? Oh, um, well, let's see. D- Donnie's... She doesn't really talk with us too much. She, again, help me, please, with understanding who oh, these people um, are. Oh, I don't know if you've... Uh, um, I don't know if... Uh, how, how familiar are you with the nature spirits? Do you know what they are? Who they are? What they uh-huh. are? That was a long time ago, Dan. I lost my memories for a while. Okay, well, that's a little awkward. Um, I do remember that. Um, does Aurora remember who they are, what they are? Aurora is me, just So you angsty. amalgamated. All of, oh, yeah, so, so you're a lot like Chris when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, I think that's every day. Or monthly. All right, it's well, monthly let, let, for me. Let's see. So um, you've got a bunch of Anager spirits um, associated with the six attributes of the individual, right? Um, so you've got um, individuals uh, like... like Melville, very, very strong. Um, I'm rather dexterous, if I do say so myself. Um, And then you've got Chris, very fortuitous individual. Um, Donis, smartest deer I know. Um, It's a deer? She gets really excited. I'm sorry. That's also me, but it's a deer. Yes. Um, Yeah, she's a really big fan of colors. Loves them. A phenomenal artist. You should see what she does with the sky at night. Well, we have water, fire, earth, and mud. Is there an air one? Is there like a bird? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Ophiel, very wise, um, but she's generally very deep in the forest. Um, you'll, you'll struggle to find her. And an owl? Yes, yes. She, she's she's an owl. Um, she lives on the top of the tallest tree in this woods, which is also technically another great tree. Um, somewhat different from Anuksaruk, though not technically the same mystical properties. She lives deep in the forest, uh, um, up in the more, like, eastern hemisphere uh, of this this location. You said there were six. Yes. Where's the sixth one? You've given me a bear, uh-huh. a whale, uh-huh. a snake, a deer, an owl. Uh-huh. Where's the sixth one down? Oh, um, well, they're, 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 there's this cool eagle. He's a little more incognito, though. He flies around from time to time. An eagle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very, very awesome. Snow looks up at the birds in the sky. Yeah, like one of these, except, like, Four times bigger and five times as cool. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah, that seems rather interesting, Dan. She looks him up and down. Uh, you seem rather dexterous and cool. You know, has anyone ever told you that? Oh, I mean, I, I get around, you know. Yeah, so uh, what, what's the eagle called? Oh, um, Folger. F-U-L-G-A-R. So, Folger, how's it feel talking with me? Um, well, uh, I, I would have to ask him. Yeah, I, uh, have really? you ever s- spoken Can with I sense him? motive that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Eagles all over the place. That is a 20. Um, you can tell that he's certainly withholding certain information. Then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is going on? Oh, well, we're having a very pleasant conversation in a snow twister in uh, the middle okay. of the tundra. So so we have a fire bear, Dan. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Melville's water, and a what? snake yep. is mud. Well, no. Well, um, that's what I'm assuming. You've got you've got the I- ice whale. Ice whale? Yeah, okay, and then, ice. And then you've got, um, there's a thunderbird. Who's the thunderbird? Um, that, that's Folger. You, you, you're not going to be able to find him. He's very hard to contact. Um, and then you've got um, Chris or Christopher, whichever one you want. Um, he, he's pleasant. You could probably get in touch with him. Uh-huh. Um, 
Uh, and then you, you've got... Um, I've already forgotten the name, and I, I just said it. It's Donis. Donis, yes, wonderful dear. Um, you're probably not going to get in contact with her. She likes to observe more, so she believes that we shouldn't interfere uh, with humans uh, as much. Yeah, um, she starts copying his hand motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We. Uh, and then you have um, Ophiel. You're probably not going to get in contact with her either. She doesn't leave her woods too much um, and murders anyone who goes into them. Um, she thinks that's the best. Uh, and then, yeah, um, oh, I, I said her name earlier too, and you have it written down, and I'd appreciate it if you refreshed my memory on what I said the snake was. Cheryl. And Cheryl! Yeah, she's um, she, she's very uh, wonderful woman. Um, Dan, uh, who are you kidding right now? What? There's eagles, there's fish. Yeah. Lots of fish. Oh, they're delicious. Oh, yeah, Dan. Or should I say Fulger Orn? Oh, that's the name of the big bird in the sky. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not believing a word of that. Den! Yes, no. Very excited. <laughs> You're an eagle. No, I'm yeah. a person. You're no. looking at my... Look at this very fleshy bits right here. And he uh, just, like, pinches his skin and wiggles it around. Den, she looks him up and down. I don't believe a word you're saying, Den. Oh, well, um, then I, I guess I just took you on a very magical journey about whittling animals, didn't I? Ten! The snow! Oh my gosh, why are you... Why is this? Why is what? This! What? You're hiding things! Listen, I told you, if you ever need help with um, smiting a Veldum and burning its ashes on the ground, I'm more than willing to how, assist. How are you going to assist? I would shoot at them very aggressively with, with my lightning? Um, uh, if I could, I would. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm starting to think about something when we were fighting a Nuxaruk over there. Yeah? It's, it was a good old time. Yeah, those electric arrows. Tree. Oh, blessings from Folger. Oh, like I said, how, I like how eagles. How can I get a blessing from Folger? Oh, you have to climb to the top of the mountain. Very specifically climb. You can't cheat. No cheating's allowed. Um, it has to be a rigorous... Um, and very, how, would, how would he know? Uh, he Will you go with sees. Me? Um, I yeah. would, but I've already completed the challenge as I <laughs> got those arrows that you mentioned. I don't uh, need to do it again. It was I very see. exhausting. Took days, honestly. I Have you see. ever camped on the side of a cliff? It's very interesting. So, Dan, if I meet you at the top of the mountain, will you tell me the truth? The mountain that you told us that, you know, we had to contact you there at, the mountain that you said in order yeah, to reach you? I partake occasionally. Um, if you were to climb up there, I'm sure uh, you could contact me and we could have a wonderful conversation. All right. You go ahead and fly off. I'll meet you up there. Oh, I'm just going to walk back home. All right. Uh, you know, as, right. I, as we <laughs> people do. And he just kind of gestures for the birds to, like, scatter. Uh, they fly off. Um, and he begins walking back to the mountain. Maybe you should try peacocking in the future. You might have some more uh, success with that, with convincing people. Oh, have to try <laughs> Rustle some tail feathers. Uh, and after the tornado disperses, uh, you see Wilson has managed to hitch a sleigh onto Angus and currently has the large ice chest uh, strapped on top of it. All right. Hey, Wilson, that looks great. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, um, uh, so I gotta talking. go climb a mountain really quick? Uh, I thought we were going underwater. We are. Okay. But 
I gotta go talk with a bird. Uh, I gotta get his blessing. Excuse me? Yeah. Rewind. Um, you were gone for about a good five, ten minutes, but uh, what, what happened? I just talked to a really cool bird. Just, you know, need to get his blessing, that's all. Why? I just saved the world, Dan is a bird, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, Dan's a person, I just saw him. Right, like, we, yeah, we that person that was... Okay, conversation. You know, you know what? Well, you know, <laughs> I gotta climb a mountain. Okay. To get a blessing. Do you, do you need any help with that? It's a stat buff. There's no way it isn't. Oh, I, I like stat buffs. No, um, no. Den told me that apparently all of the um, animals, uh-huh. the spirits, sure. they're related to the stats, the attributes that we have. Ooh. Strength, constitution, dexterity, wisdom, intelligence. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's a, that's a cool story. I think it's if you meet their requirements, you can get their buff. Okay, and... Um, Which would be useful. Yeah, I'm following you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All on the same page. Snake in a sewer. What do we do with that? Uh, you're, I thought we were worried about the, the ice whale in the ocean. Stat buffs are important for survivability. Oh, so what do you want to do? You just want to go to all these nature spirits, clap our hands and beat them in poker, and then bada bing, bada boom? I think we should message the group and let them know. That's a pretty big... Uh... All right. Well, I, I guess I'll start practicing for Friday night. Um, all right. Friday night poker. Let's Friday go. Friday night poker. That's the next episode. I barely know her. <laughs> but Snow would uh, kind of open up a group chat a message, Drake and Zana and Tama, and letting them know about the potential bonuses that we might be able to get from nature spirits. Yeah, you climbed the mountain yet? You know something, Draken. Yeah, you're just talking about the stat buffs. Draken? Yep, that's me. Draken? Mm-hmm. Just over here sipping my cappuccino. She's very upset right now. Hey, guys, stat buffs! Tama, you're on board with that, right? Tama nods his head very vigorously. And, and he's getting killer at poker, too. He still does not know what a suit is, but he's stone-faced. It's up to you guys. I think that this might be really beneficial for each of us, especially if our goal is to get stronger. So you want to uh, sidetrack us from our main quest to go get stats arbitrarily? I mean, I said it's up to you guys if you want to do it on your own. I'm just saying that we have to get things together anyway for the future and might as well get it done now while we have the time. Zana, how about you? How's shopping going? I'm shopping. Oh, anything you were looking for? Did you find what you wanted? I found some things. That's good. Uh, stat buffs, you interested? Potentially, question mark? Uh, you have to climb a mountain. It takes about four days. No. That's what I thought, Snow. So, Draken, you took a, a solid, what, day and a half to climb the mountain? Four days, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Okay. I see how it is. I mean, I don't know what you were doing for three months. You know exactly what I was doing. I do! And I would say my time was much better spent. Uh, either way. I don't know. You gotta... Maybe it wasn't. Well. Kind of scratches his chin on that one, thanks. As I've been saying, it is up to you guys if you want to do it. I'm going to be climbing this mountain, though, and hopefully I can get something good out of it that will help us in the future. Uh, so you're, we're going to take a four-day, like, sidetrack to our, our It would mission? take us just as long to travel from where we are to the ocean. We've got a lot of time that we have to take anyway. All right, so um, I guess we're going to do that then. Everyone on board, climbing a mountain. Sounds like fun, right? You don't have to climb the mountain with me, guys. It's well, fine. I mean, what if you fall and injure I'm, yourself and then you are know stranded what? on the mountain and like need help? You know, this, this conversation's going on long enough. It's fine. Well, if you're climbing a mountain, you all can have fun. I'm going to sit this one out, champ. Everyone messaging over the group chat decides that they think it would be beneficial in order to buff themselves before potentially going into a life-threatening encounter, but 
The conclusion of that will have to wait. Till next time on The Odd Campaign. Thank you, Foundlings, for listening to another episode of Sword Art Online Odd. We're so glad you joined us, and we hope you'll stick around for the next episode coming in two weeks. So make sure you are following us on our podcast platform that we're on, wherever you're listening, and also through our social media accounts where you can get uh, updates on news, announcements, etc. You can also join us on our Discord. That link is in the description below. Our Twitter and Instagram is at RollFound, so go ahead and go and find us there. Or, uh, you know, there's also many other ways to... Uh, Keep in touch, emailing us at info at missingroleplayerfound.com. That's a great way to do so. If you're interested in picking up some merchandise, you can go to our store and get some really cool hats, stickers, t-shirts, all those nice little things. And if you want to support the podcast in other ways, consider going to our Patreon and donating to the podcast. Uh, and you can get access to things like early releases of episodes, bonus uh, content, and exclusive content. You know, all that kind of cool stuff, I guess, that we do. We want to give a big thank you and shout out to Michael Gelfi and Monument Studios for allowing us to use their music and ambiance in today's episode. And once again, Foundlings, thank you so much for listening and following along, and we hope to see you again next next week on another episode of Sword Out Mine Odd. Bye! Bye, guys! Bye! Bye.